welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. You'll probably know me better through Instagram and my handle is at bestrong.coach. First of all, welcome back to another episode. As always, I am super, super excited to have you back this week, tuning in for another episode. And today I'm going to be talking about why it's so important that you need to slow down a bit more and you also need to prioritise your sleep. Because, let's be real, I think one thing that a big collective of us can struggle with is honouring like downtime and actually slowing down and not always being so go, go, go and also prioritizing sleep. Now, I think this is one area that a lot of people can struggle with um, is having sufficient sleep. Now, if we look at it from a wellness perspective, which is what I'm all about, our sleep is super important for our overall wellness and having time to slow down and honor downtime is also super important for for our wellness because if you are burning at both ends, boom, 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 you'll eventually burn out. And we do not want to hit that state. We want to ensure that we are allowing ourselves to slow down when we need to, and we are prioritizing our sleep as well. That's exactly what I'm gonna be covering in today's episode. So if you are somebody who maybe struggles with sleep, maybe you struggle with giving yourself permission to slow down, maybe you're feeling that you're a little bit, you know, drained quite a lot, you feel quite fatigued quite a lot, then this is the episode for you. So sit back, enjoy your walk, whatever, however you listen to this, and let's get straight on it. Now, first thing is, obviously this week I've got a crystal with me. So this week I've actually brought along black tourmaline, which I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my favorite crystals. Um, so black tourmaline is connected for our root chakra, um, which is our bottom chakra, which is all about like grounding and stability. This is why it's one of my personal favorites because one area, one chakra I have to work a lot on is my root and continually ensuring I'm being grounded. So I carry black tourmaline around like it's something else, <laughs> like funny story. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling everyone this. Um, I had one down my bra the other day, completely forgot about it, putting my jamas on, crystal just, just falling out. And that's when you know you're crystal obsessed. Um, so yeah, um, black tourmaline is absolutely amazing. It's a very powerful stone for a sense of balance and stability which is exactly why I've brought it along today because we are trying to achieve that sense of balance being more grounded being more stable through honoring you know uh, slowing down a little bit and downtime so that's why we've got this along today I did just want to remind those who are wanting to join that the boost your self-acceptance uh, workshop is going to be on Saturday so if you do want to grab your spot there is still time to secure your space and um, I'm going to be hosting it on Saturday this week um, so if you just go to the link in the show notes click on there you can grab your space for the workshop and I'm going to be teaching you how to take back your power boost your confidence boost your self-acceptance and ultimately help you reduce that criticism towards yourself so you can enjoy your life so 
If you want to grab your space on there, head to the link in the show notes. It's going to be on Saturday morning. You will get the live replay as well. So if you can't make that time, do not stress. You'll get the live replay so you can catch up on that. But I will see you all there. And I am super, super excited for the workshop. And you do have the option to shower me in questions and I will give all the answers to those as well. But let's get straight into the episode and talk about downtime. So like I've said, I want to go over why it is so important. Now, I think one area that a lot of us can neglect is honouring, slowing down and honouring sleep. I think it's one of those areas where we can always find something else to do. We can always make ourselves do something else. We can be stuck in this cycle where we're always doing and doing and doing and we're not actually slowing down the first thing I always like to say there is nothing wrong with being go 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 there's nothing wrong with being committed and taking action we need to take action in order to see change absolutely I talk about that all the time but there's a very big difference between taking action and then being too go 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 you know, and I think sometimes we can step into that territory of being too go, go, go and actually beginning to neglect some of our healthy habits, you know, prioritizing your sleep and slowing down sometimes and having downtime, that is a very important healthy habit and that is a very big part of wellness and we we can step into a space where we begin to neglect this but because of that, we're actually neglecting our wellness and we're not prioritizing our wellness. Now you might be thinking like, I hear you Becca, but why is it important to have that downtime to slow down sometimes and to look after my sleep on a regular basis? Now it can help in many different aspects. It just depends what kind of um, viewpoint you wanna look at it from. But if we look at it this way, let's say that you are wanting to perform better in your career. If you are having downtime and you are slowing down sometimes, looking after your energy levels and you're sleeping well, your performance within your career is going to be a lot better. Because if you're fatigued, you're low energy, you've got a bit of like brain fog, you're not feeling really there, your performance is going to be, isn't going to be as good because you've not got the energy there. So when you put yourself first and you look after your energy and you look after your well-being you're going to perform so much better because first of all, you've got the energy behind you, but you're going to feel mentally a lot happier because you feel energized. So when you are performing, you're like, yes, I've got energy. I feel bubbly. I'm ready to go, which is then going to translate really well for your growth and on towards the other people as well and for yourself. Similar principle with like your health goals, you know, when you've got the energy, you can therefore perform better. Your relationships, if you're always fatigued and you've just got no energy, it can impact your relationships so when we've got the energy our relationships can get better I can talk about this one from experience as well like when I reflect on my own journey I remember a time where I was so stuck in being so go 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 you know I'd get up ridiculously early stay up late working and I'd be so go all the time that I had no energy to give into relationships and I also wasn't prioritizing much time for them and I've once again work through that and now I feel like I have got the energy to give into whether it's my friendships my romantic relationship or with family 
I've got the energy there and I can give more within those conversations and to them people because I have the energy behind me, you know? So your relationships can get better. Um, even like your food relationship and your body image, this is so important as well. If you, one of the big triggers actually for emotional eating is fatigue. And this is why I always say, what is your sleep like? What is your downtime like? And if you're going, well, it's not very good, that could be a trigger for your emotional overeating. Because if you're fatigued, you've got a higher chance of making more convenient choices. You've got a higher chance of being more impulsive with food, turning to food potentially. And this can be a very big trigger within these situations. So when you take the time to sleep better, when you take the time to slow down sometimes, have your downtime, and you manage your energy level so you're not always in this state of fatigue, you will notice that your emotional eating and your food behaviours will become a lot more positive and it will make your growth easier, you know? Because if you're battling with fatigue, that could be the thing that's impacting your emotional eating. We can also look at it from a body image perspective. If you're consistently fatigued, which can once again have an impact on our emotion as well, we tend to find when we're more fatigued, we are more I don't know if the right word's susceptible, but I'm going to say it. We're like more susceptible to feeling higher levels of emotion. Like if you can think of a time where you felt really tired and you felt stressed, but the stress feels so much worse when you're tired and the overwhelm feels so much worse when you're tired. So we can easily feel more emotional because of that. And we know that that can then have an impact on our body dissatisfaction levels. So that's the first one. Also, when we're fatigued, it can sometimes lead to us feeling a bit more brain fogged, which can then obviously lead to more uh, self-critical behavior. We're more susceptible to body checking. Um, and also, if you're feeling quite you know, your cup's not full, you're feeling quite empty, then it's a lot easier to be more critical towards ourselves. Once again, reflect on a time where you felt super tired and really drained. You've probably probably been more negative towards yourself because it's coming from an emotional place and a fatigued place. Once again, when we look after our energy, we feel energized, body image is going to improve as well. There's so many reasons as to why we want to look after our sleep and having time for ourselves and downtime and slowing down. So you might be thinking like, I hear you, I've got you, I know exactly why this is important. What can I do to help start taking action to improve in this? So I am gonna go over a few tips now to help you with your sleep and to help you with honoring a bit more downtime. So I wanna start with two tips to help with sleep um, in particular. So the first thing that I always say when it comes to improving your sleep is you have to establish and set boundaries. Boundaries are so important in so many aspects of your life. When you set a boundary, you know you have something there and you're, you don't want to overstep your boundary. and You don't want other people to overstep your boundary. You've got something clear, crystal clear that you are going to do to help you. So let's say, for example... In fact, no, before I say that, the first thing you actually want to do is assess your current like routine at night before bed, assess it, what's it like, be so freaking honest with yourself, no beating around the bush, no, oh, it's fine, it's fine, look at it and actually look at what you're doing before bed, how you're spending your time, genuinely look at it and be honest with yourself, you know, are you using your phone, are you actually reading, you know, are you noticing you're overthinking, um, what's going off you? 
Then as a byproduct of that, you can look at that and go, right, those areas could be impacting my sleep. So if you're somebody who's looking at your routine and you identify that you're going up to bed at a reasonable time, but you're actually scrolling on your phone until you go to sleep and you've just brought awareness to that, you then might go, right, that's a behavior that could be impacting my sleep. What boundary can I put in place to help me improve this? It might be I switch my phone off at 9pm or put it on do not disturb, whatever you want to do. I put it away on my bedside table and I'm going to have my book instead. As you can see, you've identified your what's going off for you. You've looked at it. You've been honest with yourself. You've then identified what behaviors maybe aren't aligned to you and you've set a boundary to bring in a more aligned behavior. So that's the first thing. The next thing you then wanna do is be committed to these boundaries. And this is the one thing that so many people struggle with. Your boundaries are there for a purpose. Your boundaries are there to help you and your boundaries are there to help you prioritize your wellness. They should not be ignored. Let's take it this way. You probably have a boundary that every morning you'll brush your teeth before you go out and do your, do your thing, go to work, whatever it might be, you probably brush your teeth. And that's a boundary that you will stick to and you will do. You may even have a boundary that every morning you go for a walk and you definitely do that. So why is it these boundaries for nighttime we all of a sudden just neglect. And I'm talking I'm talking about this from a place of, of being there. I used to set them, yeah, 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 I'm gonna jet up before bed and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it and I'd, I'd neglect it. But why? Why are we following some basic, not even basic, but some important boundaries and necessities, but neglecting others, because I would argue that your nighttime boundaries that help you improve your sleep are a necessity right now, because they're going to help you grow in all of the fields of your life and prioritize your wellness, so why aren't you prioritizing them, and this isn't me like calling you out, this is me helping you by asking yourself in the moment, say to yourself like, why am I not prioritizing this right now? Come on, like, let me prioritize this boundary. I do this all the time. I'm like, Becca, what are you doing? Why are you going on your phone at bed? Turn it off. And sometimes I have to have that stern word with myself to stay strong within my boundaries. And I always do this from a place of embodiment. You are being committed from a place of embodiment because through you, for example, switching your phone off is you becoming your best self. Because would your best self sit on her phone scrolling on social media comparing herself before bed, which then triggers overthinking and self-critical behaviour? Or would she switch her phone off before bed, take her power back, take time to read a lovely book and have a lovely sleep? What's your best self going to do? I'm probably going to argue it's going to be the latter one. So make sure that you are doing it from a place of embodiment to help you stay committed. They're the first two things I would recommend to do off the back of sleep. Now, when it comes to allowing yourself to slow down, first thing I would say is planning downtime. It kind of links to what I've just said with like your boundaries in a way, but if you're not planning something in, you are not going to do it. And I'm once again talking about this from experience. I remember one point in my journey, I was like, yeah, yeah, like I'm really going to prioritize more time for me and self-care in the evenings. Like I totally am. And I didn't do it. Why? Because I didn't plan it and I didn't fit it into my schedule. 
And because I hadn't said what I was gonna do, I felt lost. It was like, oh, well, I don't know what to do now. So now what I do is I'll plan something in. You know, when I finish with work, I will plan something to do. You know, sometimes it might be going somewhere, doing something. Sometimes it might be having a pamper night. Like I'm actively fitting it in and planning it because then I have something to help me actually do that downtime and I have something to look forward to. So if you're just going, yeah, Becca, no worries. I'm totally going to have more downtime and then just going away. You're probably not going to do that. But if you're saying, yes, I'm going to have more downtime on Monday night, I'm going to do this. On Wednesday night, I'm going to be seeing my friends, which is like a form of downtime. And Thursday, I'm going to do a really nice um, hair mask and a face mask. And I'm going to sit down and watch a movie with my partner. I'm like, okay, now I'm actually seeing that you're going to be taking action to allow you to have downtime. So I would really encourage you, if you are somebody who is struggling to have that time for yourself, plan it in and once again, do it. It's from a place of wellness and looking after yourself, you know? You might look at it and go, well, I'm going to sit tonight and watch a TV show with my partner for for a little bit. And you might be thinking, oh, well... I should be doing blah, 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 blah. Allow yourself to have that downtime as well. It's super important. I'm not saying all the time you're going to be having like massive chunks of downtime every day because I do understand like life can be busy and we can have busy days. But even having a small bit of downtime is super important on a regular basis. The last thing I would say as well with that is to check in with yourself. This kind of links to slowing down because... When it comes to listening to your body, you have to identify what's best for you. What does your mind and body need from you that day? Sometimes your mind and body might need a slightly slower pace on one day. Sometimes your mind and body might want a faster pace one day and to be more go, go, go. I'm going to give you an example. So today, as I'm recording this, my mind and body wants a more go, go, go kind of day. I'm in one of those moods where I'm like, let me tick things off. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's move. Let's freaking go. But I also have some days like the other week when I was um, around my cycle, I needed a steadier day. And I didn't need much on my plate. And I needed to honour a steadier day. So I identified that. I listened to my body. I went by how I felt and I honoured that. So I would honestly recommend to just regularly check in with yourself. In fact, daily. Check in with yourself daily. What do you need that day? Because sometimes we actually do need a bit more rest. But because we're not identifying that, we're going, we're going, and we're going, and we're going, and we're going, and that is then going to impact your fatigue levels even more, so really checking in with yourself, identifying what you feel, and taking that aligned action as a byproduct of that is going to be important, so you can regularly do what's right for you, and when you do need that downtime, or that slower pace, you can therefore then honor it, you know, like one of my clients the other day, she was like, having we've been doing a lot of mindset work, a lot of inner inner healing work, a lot of growth. And she woke up one morning and she was like, I am feeling quite emotionally drained today. Like I'm feeling a little bit not myself. I was like, right, well, what do you feel you need today? She's like, honestly, I just need a steadier day today. I don't need to be doing too much. I just want it to be a bit more of a, um, a day of ease. I said, right, have a day of ease do what's best for you you know your body better than anybody else and if you know you need a steadier day that day let yourself do it it's best to have those steadier days or slower pace as opposed to push 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 burn out 
listening to your body is so freaking important and from a wellness perspective is also important because you're connecting with yourself so I really do hope that this episode has resonated to you as well if you are um wanting more support with your boundaries your mindset and your wellness um feel free to drop me a message on instagram at bestrong.coach i do have some one-to-one spaces available at the moment and we can work through stuff like this in more depth along with many more areas along with your um wellness your food relationship your life your mindset so if you want to know a little bit more about that um drop me a dm and i'll be more than happy to discuss supporting you further on your journey um but on that note enjoy the rest of your day have a lovely 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 week and what I would say is a takeaway to do off the back of this set those boundaries and be committed to them from a place of embodiment so go boss it go put yourself first and I'll speak to you all in the next episode